The book was better. Well, hello then. And hello there. Hello. Hello there. What is that from? Okay. Um, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> it's been a long week, but... It, it has. It has been a long Like, I don't week. know. This week has been long. You've been dealing with... I've been dealing with flooding, flooding in Hawaii, and you've been dealing and with snow I am storms. currently <laughs> legitimately snowed in. Like, Ugh, <laughs> like it's ridiculous here in Denver. Oh my gosh! So yeah, like I'm looking out my window right now, and um, I mean, granted, some of it's from the wind blowing, right? Mm-hmm. Like that snow drifts a little bit, but along the walkways. Like five feet. Like it's just like Jeez. it's taller than the cars in some spots. It's Ugh. just crazy. So like everything is shut down. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. We were shut down on Tuesday and then we've been on and off of flash flood warnings since. And it's supposed to continue into this next week. So it's really fun going to work every day. I'm being like... Are we going to get flooded today? <laughs> so luckily, um, I don't have to worry about going to work at all until Tuesday when it should be better. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see if it melts at all. But at least hopefully it'll have stopped snowing by then. So then the plows can like actually do something. Because right now, like... They claim that um, they've plowed like our complex, but you cannot tell Mm. at all. My kitten just disappeared behind the blinds. (laughs) That's what that sound was. Okay. (laughs) Oh, man. Um, But I am excited uh, for this week, the book and the movie and chatting and uh, focusing on something besides the rain and the craziness Um, of the world today (laughs) yes but um do we have any announcements before we jump into Um, it well we have hi this is the book was better oh right podcast we were doing really good about that we were really good i'm too tired i'm seriously my brain is so fried this week (laughs) so i'm kaylee clark i'm taylor collette and this week we're going to be talking about the book and movie adaptation, P.S. I Love You. Mm-hmm. But yeah, before we get into that, uh, announcements wise, um, our second mini-sode went up last week. We have our reading calendar out right now. Um, you can find the link to that on any of our social medias at tbwd podcast um it just kind of lays out what books we're talking about when episodes are coming out so Mm -hmm. you guys can read along with us and be prepared for the next episode and it goes through march april and may so yeah definitely go check that out if you haven't um otherwise i think I think that's it for yeah things to share. Mm-hmm. 
So we can just get into this a little bit. So P.S. I Love You is a book written by Cecilia Ahern or Ahern. I don't know. I don't know. Do you? Okay. Uh, I've always said Ahern, but it could be Ahern. How to pronounce. <laughs> That's that thing that I always should look up beforehand and I never do. Ahern is how, it is Ahern. how to pronounce.com. <laughs> okay, well, we'll just go with that. Yes. Yeah, anyway, so Cecilia Ahern's Ahern. And then the movie adaptation was directed by Richard Lagravenese. The screenplay was by, I know that's a name, right? (laughs) Sorry, Taylor's face just there when her eyes got all big. She was just like, whoa, okay. Um, Screenplay was also by Richard Lagravenese and Stephen Rogers. You'd think the movie would be better. They got Captain America to work on it, but. Um, <laughs> and then the music was by John Powell. I did think the music was really good. But. If I had to pick a good part of the movie, it'd be <laughs> the music. So, yes. So this movie, they say it is based on the book. They say based it is an adaptation on. of the book. Loosely. I would say it's inspired by. It's an interpretation on. of. It is. Ooh, okay, so <laughs> summary. I'm going to try and do a vague enough summary that it will still cover both the book and the movie. <laughs> Lol. So P.S. I Love You is about a widow who receives letters from her dead husband after, like months after he died. Helping her like through the grieving process and like helping her figure out who she is on her own again. Sure. I mean, when you say widow, Other like than she's that, she's a young, young widow, like she's a young 30. widow, a grieving widow. She's not even 30 yet when he dies. That's true. 29, almost 30. But I just feel like sometimes people hear widow and they think... Older. I sadly have quite a few friends already who are widows and they are all in their 20s and 30s. That's sad. (laughs) It is sad. Um, I just wanted to clarify for anyone that has never heard of this story before. Yes. But that's basically that brief, vague summary also kind of encapsulates all that the book and movie have in common. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it. So mm-hmm. um, you go first. I go first. Preface. Okay. Before this, I have never seen this movie or read this book or knew what it was. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So when you I saw initially- this movie in theaters when it came out. Oh, really? I don't even remember when this came out. Well, you might have been a little young because it came out when I was in high school. I'm a year and a half younger than you. I was like 14, which means you were like 12, which means you didn't care. I still have memories of my 12 year old life. I know, but when you're 12, you don't want to go see a a romantic chick flick in theaters. Oh, also, happy St. Patrick's Day. 
Oh my goodness. That's the whole reason we picked this. We did this. Because it's supposed to take place in Ireland, but the movie changes that. Okay. But anyways, the book takes place in Ireland, so that was our loose connection to, hey, we should have this come out on St. Patrick's Day. Happy St. Patrick's Day. And then, wow, that was rough. Um, And then we... How dare you <laughs> judge my Irish accent after watching that movie and listening to freaking Gerard Butler's horrid Irish accent. I love Gerard Butler, uh, though. He is a Scotsman through and through. Okay? Yeah. yeah His Irish is. accent is rough. Um, I think someone is setting off fireworks or something down the street. Um, <laughs> Cool. Well, I can't hear anything. So good. Uh, but yeah, sorry. We were doing this because we wanted to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. And when you initially suggested it, I th- thought of the movie Leap Year. Oh, right. <laughs> which is not based on a book and therefore does not fit into the criteria for this podcast. Podcast. But that is the only movie I could think of that took place in Ireland. <laughs> so I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I love that movie it'll be great and then you're really like i like looked it up and i was like oh wait this is not the same <laughs> i don't know what this is <laughs> so this was a new experience for me um i have some very raw fresh thoughts yeah so yeah i had seen the movie before this was my first time reading the book because honestly i saw the movie when i was like how old was i in 2007 when this movie came out 2007 yeah, i was 12 math? so yeah you would have been so, yeah, 14 i was four, like 14 yeah um oh good my like off the top good of my head job. math was actually <laughs> correct for once <laughs> so yeah i like i wasn't super big into like reading any sort of like romance kind of books or novels at that point except for but my friends and i went and saw this movie in theaters <laughs> and it made me cry like it, it did like it, it touched me. It was sentimental, but there was also quite a bit about it that I didn't like that much. And so then I was never really inspired to read the book because I thought it was like the movie. And then I read the book and I was like, oh, it's not like the movie. <laughs> no, no. So. I remember I watched the movie first and I texted you and yeah. went, I don't like this movie. <laughs> and no. you were like, no, no, read the book. <laughs> Yeah, no, you said, I have it right here. You said, I don't know if I would like the book more. I just don't like this storyline. And I was like, no, just read the book. Like, it's different, I promise. And it was. It was very different. (laughs) Okay, so then what's your number three? So my number three are, I'm going to kind of ease into it and talk about her friends for a moment. Because I feel like they are portrayed differently in the movie. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I love Lisa Kudrow. That's her name. Phoebe. (laughs) Yeah, it's Lisa Kudrow. Yeah. I love her. She's a hilarious actress. Not what I pictured in my mind as I read the book. No. 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 So, anyways, I, so, like, I didn't 
I mean, I thought her friends were probably the best part of the movie. Like, they bugged me the least out of all the characters in the movie. Okay. Um, except for, like... See, other than his bad Irish accent, I actually did like Gerard. I was going to say, except for Gerard. As Jerry. <laughs> I think he did... He was... He. I mean, I love Gerard Butler as an actor. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he did a really good job. But his accent was just really bad. It was just not... Yeah. Super believable um, so or realistic. I, Gerard was great. But like other than that, like her family, her, her love interests didn't they all kind of bug me. So her friends were like the ones that bugged me the least, which is why my this is my number three. But like when I read through the book, I realized like they were way more like supportive and there for her and understanding and like helpful getting her through this process like yeah. especially Cher Sharon yeah Sharon Sharon like when she first comes over she's very like hey I brought you groceries because I know like you don't want to go grocery shopping go take a shower she cleans her apartment it's not an apartment it's a house but it's a anyways. house. They're supposed to have a house. There's no like we're scraping by in this tiny apartment. No, they, they don't they, live in freaking Manhattan. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. They, she cleans the house and like is like, hey, no rush. Take your time to grieve. I know some people are going to tell you to move on, but like, no, this is your time. And she's like, like you, you grieve the way you grieve. Yeah. yeah. And I felt like in well, the movie. Well, not to mention that, you know, in, in the book, you learn that they have been friends for 20 years. Yeah, like a long They've time. They've been best friends since they were like 10 years old. Like so. they're tight. They get each other. And so and when then I. John and Sharon, you know, yeah. Sharon's husband. Yeah. John and Jerry were like best friends. Mm-hmm. And, and they were all so, friends since high school. So they're all grieving, you know, this mm-hmm. loss. And so. like, yeah, she like kind of is appreciative of Sharon coming over and being like hey we all lost friends you're like his parents lost a son your parents lost a son-in-law like we're all grieving and she's like oh yeah you're right and like that kind of helps her and I just felt like as I was reading through I was like yeah there's a lot of good support here and I won't go too much into the family because I know you're going to talk about that (laughs) yes yes I am but I was just like in the movie I was so annoyed at them being so like you need to move on. You need to, like, go have sex with people. And I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Her husband has been dead for, like, two months. Two months. That is not, like, like what? what? The freak? <laughs> I was so annoyed at them in the movie. And so that's why I was like, this is so stupid. And then I read the book and I was like, there we go. There's, like, genuinely good advice and genuinely good friendship. And, like, I just... I thought it was weird. And like, yeah, they still go out and party, you know, like that's in the book where they mm-hmm. like on her birthday, they go and they get kind of like blackout drunk. And like they're still fun and they still but like they're not going out to get drunk and hook up with guys. No. No, yeah. they go out to just like have, have girls night, a girls night. And like, I just thought it was and then Denise again is very different (laughs) Mm -hmm. like i it was just i i don't even know how to put into words how different these characters are (laughs) 
It's like they took the names and they were like, all right, and then we're going to do our own thing with them in the movie. Yeah. So basically, it's like, okay, they kept the names of some of the characters, not even all of the characters, some of the characters. And they kept the whole notes from the dead spouse thing. Mm hmm. And other than that, they are completely different stories. <laughs> so, and so I guess just like from in summary of my number three, I just wish that we had seen more support for her and grieving because it's not something you're supposed to get over in a couple months when your spouse mm-hmm. dies. Like, no, that is yeah. not how that works. It's not like, oh, that one's dead. Gotta go find another one. <laughs> like, yeah, no, <laughs> no. So I was just, yeah, I was frustrated as I was watching the movie. And I definitely appreciated seeing that in the book. It was like a breath of fresh air of being like, oh, these characters are way better. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then that kind of connects to my number three a little bit, because my number three is Holly's personality. Ooh. And it might just be that Hillary maybe Swank. I just don't like <laughs> Hillary Swank that much. <laughs> I'm trying I don't to think. No, what else? But has she's she first of all, she's she's not how I pictured Holly at all. No, no, not because at all. Holly was supposed to be short and blonde and like dyed blonde, Irish and Irish. Yes. <laughs> um. But but yeah. So I don't know. I I didn't get other than like those few scenes where like. She tears up a little bit in the movie. It's not Mm -hmm. a lot. I don't know. I guess I just didn't get Grieving Widow. Really. I got hot mess. From her. (laughs) Which is different than Grieving Widow. Like, I don't know. So, Hilary Swank is in Million Dollar Baby, and I think she's really, really good in that. Like, I'm looking through her movies trying to see if I know any of them and like any of them. I don't. Either oh. <laughs> I haven't seen them or I didn't like them. So <laughs> that probably doesn't help either. <laughs> well. Yeah, so I can only I'm just going to talk about this one then. But I mean, because like, I have seen her in other things that I do like her in. Mm-hmm. But this I just. What I really, really like about Holly in the book And the thing is, is the book is written in third person. It's not written like you're in Holly's head the whole time in the book. Like it's a third person book. Mm -hmm. But you still get more of the like emotional roller coaster, I guess. And there's even a specific scene. um, My cat is meowing. Um I'm like, I wonder if it's picking that up. I wonder if I can remember what chapter or anything it's in. But it's it's in the book. She she's having a conversation with her sister Sierra. I think it it's in like chapter 22 also or something. Very different. I can't remember. Um, yeah, I'll get to her family. That's my next one. Um, no, it's not. But still, um, she's talking to her sister Sierra, and she talks about how it's like. Because she's like, well, you're okay, right? Her sister says that to her. And she goes, am I okay? And she's like, I am sad. I am happy. I am upset. I am uh, lucky. I am unlucky. I am. And she like lists all these things where she's like, 
I'm all these different emotions, sometimes multiple at the same time. Mm -hmm. And she's like, and brave is not one of the things that I think I'm being (laughs) like. um, And I just. Maybe from a mental health perspective, I really appreciate kind of the the really realistic and today accuracy of like depression where she goes days of just she doesn't think she can do it anymore and and she's just depressed and she it's just hard for her to even get out of bed and then she gets that little bit of like she has that positivity and she has that optimism Mm -hmm. and that might last for a couple days and then it's back into the depression and it's it's a constant battle and it's exhausting Mm -hmm. and she talks about how she's just so tired of having to like live up to everybody else's expectations of how she should be acting and behaving as this grieving widow. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know. I just, I, I think a lot of that gets lost in the movie. Yes. And I get anger more than anything from Hillary Swank and, and just like lack of patience and annoyance. Like she's just like annoyed at most things that happen. Which I feel like anger was prevalent in that entire movie because they emphasized all these fights that they had when one of the first things you read in the book is how they barely ever fought. And when it was, they were like tiny little things and like. They had arguments and like definitely. And when they did fight, it was always over something stupid that they'd get over quickly. Yeah. Like. Yeah. It wasn't like mostly, the way they showed they, it in the most movie. Most of the time, their relationship was filled with laughter. Is yeah. And I did not get that vibe. I got the vibe of two people who hated each other. And then he died. And I was like, well, what? what's the opening scene to the movie? Them fighting. Exactly. <laughs> over something that doesn't even happen in the book. Yeah. And it's just that opening scene, right? Where it sets the mood for the entire movie. And, and it was weird. Anger. And I just, I don't <laughs> like it when no. the way it sets up Holly's personality. No. Because it also makes her seem to be petty, really calculative. Oh. <laughs> you know, where she's like this planner and that she's just, she has to stick to a plan all the time. And that's not who she is. No. Like at all. In fact, in the book, they were talking about having kids. They weren't talking about waiting. Mm-mm. The only reason that they didn't have any is because they were talking about it. And then he got diagnosed with the yeah. brain tumor. Like, And like also the fact that, again, like they had a house. They were pretty established. Like, yes, she had a hard time with her job, but like he was pretty consistent with mm-hmm. money and like. She would always and joke. And she still and, worked. Yeah, <laughs> she would still work. The only reason she quit her job was because they wouldn't let her off when she needed to go help her dying husband. So she quit. Yeah, exactly. So it's just, yeah, they really just changed it completely. <laughs> yeah, so that's my number three is just Holly's portrayal and personality. I, th- I think if you if you've only seen the movie and you haven't read the book... Read the book, and I think you'll like the protagonist more, and you might mm-hmm. be able to relate to her a bit more. So. Oh, I like her way more in the book because, yeah, I watched the movie and I was like, geez, she is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, she was, 
crazy all over the place. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that that isn't a thing with grief. It's just the way that they portrayed it and like the way that they cut scenes and stuff didn't it didn't work for me. It was weird. And that kind of goes into my number two um, with the way that the book, I feel like, shows this continuous roller coaster of going through grief. I feel like you get to see her go through the stages of kind of dealing with his death and you get to see her move forward, fall back a little bit, make progress, Mm -hmm. regress, all of that. And you kind of go through it with her and it's this like really emotional experience as you do it. I cried so frequently reading this book. But like, and not even like full on crying, even if it was just like tearing, tearing up, up a little yeah. bit because it's just I don't know, like I still I'm a sympathetic crier. So I still cried a little bit in the movie, too, like I said before. Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely not. feel like I felt the emotional. I did not cry at all during the movie. <laughs> oh, I felt it more in the book for sure. But the thing is. I felt like in the movie I was watching someone's life and not being like connected to it like i was just watching a movie like of something else and i didn't feel like i was going through the journey with her i was just watching it and i was Mm -hmm. like what the heck is going on (laughs) it was a lot and i i don't know i guess I just wish that they had been more sensitive to the topic in a way. I felt like they rushed into a lot of stuff with trying to, you know, have her move on to the more, you know, advanced stages of grieving very quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they kind of cut out all the beginning it stuff. Moves too, it moves too quickly through. Like, it's a from the beginning of the movie having her husband still be alive to the end of the movie yeah her, like being moved on and being okay to like yeah. start a new relationship and you know, i know like, they like just, have the time jumps but I, it was still yeah weird it, for me they like will be like okay it's winter now and i'm like okay but okay. like what happened <laughs> <laughs> like yeah it's only been a year <laughs> like that's not super long and then yeah. just the especially fact, when you're that young you know yeah because it's like when you see like people in like their 70s where like their spouse dies and they get remarried within a year i don't know they don't have as much time left <laughs> you know like <laughs> oh. when you're like not even 30 yet and your spouse dies I don't know. I don't think there's as big of a rush to like get remarried and like get into a new relationship. (laughs) Yeah. And so like, I mean, I kind of like that they showed her like finding herself at the end with like the shoe business and stuff. Yeah. But like up until that point, I was like, especially because throughout the. No, I just felt like the beginning was really rushed and then they tried to wrap it up at the end and it was just kind of messy 
and all the other changes that they made made it messier (laughs) with like the family stuff and like with like everything. It just didn't. I don't know. I just felt like it wasn't very realistic in its portrayal of overcoming grief. Yeah. And like, no, I have not lost a spouse. Thank goodness. I don't know what that grief is like, so I cannot say if it is an accurate description or not. But just thinking about, you know, if I were to, I don't think a year later I would be like ready to move on. (laughs) (laughs) like no and like and maybe it would be different like having no kids but like i have two children see i don't and like (laughs) heaven forbid knock on wood right anything ever happens to derek i don't think i would even consider like moving on or anything, you know like that's like just... it's like such a foreign concept and i'm like yes eventually i guess you might if that is what you wanted to do and in this case holly you know reached that point where she wanted to but i'm like it's not and just like, like her past spouse even like encouraged her to just interesting um <laughs> maybe i'm just weird i don't know i didn't I didn't love their portrayal of grief. There we go. I'm just going to. We'll just wrap it up. There. I'm just going to wrap it up there because I feel like I'm rambling because it was just okay. so bad. Okay. <laughs> um, so my number two, I have mentioned already a little bit here and there. I've sprinkled it in. But um, my number two is the location change. Yeah. They open up. And the only Irish person person. Isn't even Irish? Jerry, basically. And he's not even actually Irish because Gerard Butler's accent, which we've already talked about. In the book, the entire entire cast should be Irish because it happens in in and around Dublin. (laughs) The one time they leave Ireland is to go to Spain. (laughs) And it's just her and her friends because Mm -hmm. in her... July letter? Yeah. Sure. In her July letter, that's what Jerry's like surprise for her is in that letter is instead of going before he died, (laughs) he planned a trip for her and her two closest friends to go on a holiday at this beach resort so that she could relax and de-stress, basically. That's the trip. That gets planned. It's on a trip to Ireland. The entire thing happens in Ireland. Other than that one week at that resort in Spain. It was so dumb. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, there's no Manhattan. There's no American family that's skeptical of her tourist holiday romance. Because it wasn't a tourist holiday romance. No. So, yeah, I don't know. I, and like we said, right, the entire story basically gets altered. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, But I really do wish we would have seen more of, instead of this New York, Manhattan lifestyle, because I think that that 
putting, well, I really emphasize that T in that word for putting. some reason, <laughs> putting them in Manhattan would make like to live in a city like that, I do feel like you have to have a certain kind of gusto and personality. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is partially why Holly's personality in the movie bugs me so much. Mm. It's because it's Manhattan city life, American Holly, yeah. not Irish, grew up on the coast where her the same house she lived in from the time she was born, her parents still live there kind of thing, mm-hmm. is across the street from this beach on the Irish coast. You know, it's just completely different upbringings and lifestyles, which would totally go into developing your personality. And so I'm, and maybe it's a little bit too where we come from Irish roots. Our family has a lot of Irish heritage and I think it would have been really cool to see in the movie it portrayed in Ireland, not tourist Ireland, not touristy Ireland visits from an American person, but what Irish life is like. And I've seen some great movies in Ireland. Yeah. And like the surrounding areas. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, why yes, would it you is very ever cold want and yes, to do is another <laughs> movie in New York? We have a There's million so many. <laughs> movies in New York. We're sick Especially of it. Especially another like romantic chick flick kind of film. Like they're all they're all in New York City. <laughs> like I'm sick of New York. So, so yeah, I, that's yeah. that's my number two. I'm just I was bugged by the location change. I found it pointless. I didn't understand at all. I mean, come on, Richard, Ricky, Lagravanese. La Why'd you have to do us dirty like that, man? Because he was the director and the screenplay writer. Like, what was he doing? Yeah, he really messed up. <laughs> what was your thought process, dude? I I don't know. This is another one of those cases where I'd love to sit down with a director and be like, why? Why? <laughs> what were you? What? What was your plan here? <laughs> why did you think this was better? Yeah. What Though part I'd of also, you? I also kind of would be curious to talk to who is in charge of casting, which isn't, you know, something that I normally look up and write down. Hmm. But, the casting you know, director. like, why, why cast it this way? You know, where they're all American, basically. Because the director said I wanted to take place in New York. Mm, I just don't like it. No. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, that was. And I mean, again. Half the reason we were doing this book this week was because of St. Patrick's Day. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, where is this? Is where is Ireland? Ireland? <laughs> <laughs> they go for like a brief 20 minutes of the whole thing. And I'm like, gay. <laughs> and it's like not even like that interesting of a 20 minute. <laughs> well, she like sleeps with some friend of her dead husband's who doesn't even exist in the book. I know <laughs> they just added him in because, well, she's got to have some other Irish guy. No, no, it doesn't make sense in the plot. 
no. and storyline of the grieving widow recovering. No. Okay, it's just... Anyways. All right. Do you have any honorable mentions that we haven't already mentioned? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was going to say, I think because I'm just the whole freaking thing in. is an honorable mention because the whole thing is so drastically different. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'll just dive into my number one, which is the letters and the way they deal with the letters. So, movie, it's like this elaborate, con- like, not conspiracy, but like <laughs> secretive, um, where like her mom is secretly involved and like they- she just finds them randomly and like they just pop up when it like randomly over time and (laughs) it's like this whole thing and it's she's like so surprised by him writing these letters okay so that's what happens in the movie book even before he died and was dying they had this joke between the two of them and really within their whole friend group Mm -hmm. about writing a list for holly so that when he died, she knew what to do, like always turning the light off before she got into bed and like making sure she got she had milk when she wore expensive dresses, <laughs> like just yeah, random no, stuff. Lots of funny, just endearing things. Yeah. And endearing. Like they were I mean, all memories. That's... They all had like memories attached to them. Yeah. And so when. After he dies and she's in the grieving for like a couple months, her mom is like, hey, I have this letter here for you. Like it's this like, envelope is still here. It's still if you here. You want to come get it in case and she's it's like, important. It's probably <laughs> nothing. And she's like, I don't know. It says the list on it. And then she, Holly's like, wait, I, I know that. And so she that's what the kind of like gets her to go Jolter. to her parents house and she gets the envelope. And she opens it and all of the letters come out like they're all. And they're letters. They're not voice recordings. No, it's all letters on little tape recorders. (laughs) It's all letters. And (laughs) the they're like dated. It's for the every month for the rest of that year. So he died in February. So it's for March through December of that first year. After he died. And so she opens the one for March and it's for her to go buy the lamp because one of the things on the list was to always remember to turn off the light before she goes to bed. And so he tells her to buy the lamp when she would. But when she would turn the light off, she would have to go try to get in bed. She would always like run into something and hurt herself. So the first thing on the list is just buy a lamp for this bedside table so you yes. can turn the light off from bed <laughs> like, and she does and she does that and then april is to get the nice outfit and then may is to like and like they keep and the, april is to get the nice outfit in preparation for, for when he makes her do the karaoke night <laughs> yeah which does not happen the way she does karaoke in the movie no and no. bless Hillary Swank, she does not have that good of a voice. No, that's that's meant to be. That is something straight from the book. Holly cannot sing. Yeah. That's part of the running joke. I guess they but like but the thing is in the movie they made it so that she can almost sing. <laughs> like it's almost good. 
So you're just kind of like, mm. maybe. <laughs> like, is she trying to be good? <laughs> um, and who knows? Maybe Hillary Swank can sing, and she was doing it bad on purpose, but she didn't do it bad enough to make it seem like it was on purpose. <laughs> um. So, like, they kept the contents, like, the basic message of some of the letters the same. But, like, the whole way that they're introduced and the whole way that it's done, totally different. Um, Because in the book, nobody, nobody, not even her mom or parents or or their best friends, nobody knew. No one knew he was doing it. That he did any of that. No. And no one was involved. Like, she had them all already. And so she would like sometimes she would be so excited and like want to open the next one. But she was waiting until that month. So then she would open it and she would cherish that moment. She, would wait she until knew she only had that. Yeah. She only had till December. So like she only had so many left and she wanted to cherish every moment. And it was like all this cute stuff with the list. And also the initial letter that she gets, the one that introduces the whole future letters is Almost word for word, the letter that they have at the end of the movie. Yeah. So I'm like, that is literally the complete opposite order. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like in that first letter, he says the stuff like, I'm like, thank you for the honor of like being my wife. And I was just a chapter in your book. Like, it's time for you to go make more memories. And that's all in an introduction to all these other letters and all these things mm-hmm. that he has her do to make new memories and to like kind of find herself and all of that and figure out how to be on her own yeah mm-hmm. so i just thought it was so interesting that they decided to just change it <laughs> yeah. and be like yeah let's make it like some weird mystery thing where her mom's involved because like her mom is like totally different which you'll talk about in a moment i'm gonna talk about that in a second but i just i thought that the whole letter thing was way cuter in the book because it had that connection of being this list that they had joked about for a long time and everything kind of connected to a memory that she had with him and so it was like more sentimental and emotional and Mm -hmm. all of that and i don't know i just i felt like it just wasn't the same i didn't like it as much and i felt like it kind of took away from the story yeah even though it's the whole trigger to the story at the same Mm -hmm. time and like they like ended up like changing a few of them and like combining some because they only have so much time in a movie which i get but like i don't know i thought it was kind of sweet that it was the rest of the year and like she Mm -hmm. knew that december was the last one there's no like how much longer is this gonna go on you know how many more are there and maybe he like will stay with me forever like no that was never part of it It was Mm -hmm. always, okay, he's going to get me through this year and then I'm on my own. And she was kind of prepping for that the entire time. Yeah. And it was very different in the movie, like everything else. (laughs) Well, and like you kind of already talked about with your number three, she had a different 
and better support system. Mm -hmm. So that goes into my number one, which is the complete disregard and removal of Holly's family in the movie. So the movie does include her mother and her sister, Sierra. However, (laughs) her mom is not this cynical, bitter, bitter, like doesn't believe that like her relationship with Jerry was worthy or going to last, you know, like. Or that she should grieve at all. Yeah, it's just it's really weird, especially because in the book, Holly has two extremely supportive parents. Her mom and dad are both very present, mm-hmm. as well as her sister and three brothers. Like she comes from a, a big pretty family. big family. And, and they don't run a in bar. the book a lot. Like <laughs> she's leaning on this on her friends. But then she also leans on her family a lot and kind mm-hmm. of learns to lean on her family and learns that her family, different family members are going through different things of their own and family members that she was originally really close with. Like she's still close with them, but like she gains new understanding and relationships and connections with some of these other siblings that she didn't really hang out with or get along with all that well when they were like growing up and living in the house together. Yeah. Um, so I was just, I I just, I was really bummed out about that because I think that while the book definitely does have a focus on like finding, like being able to find out and rediscover yourself after the loss of like a relationship and a loved one, I think the book also really has a heavy emphasis and focus on this family coming together and bonding and well and like on the importance of good relationships and of good support systems whether or not yeah. that's family friends like whoever it is showing that when you're grieving it is important to have a support system that you can rely on because that's going to help mm-hmm. you get through whereas the movie i was just like Everyone is terrible. None of these people are helping her. <laughs> yeah, and and I just I don't know. I just feel like you got because you got some really good images in the book because her oldest brother who like nobody really ever connected with and nobody really ever understood she starts to connect with him more because he's going through a loss of his own. In the loss, because he's going through a loss of his relationship. His wife didn't die, but, you know, they're getting a divorce Mm. and he starts lightening up and kind of showing the side of himself that nobody in the family has seen before. And so she gains a new understanding of him and what he's going through. And they kind of connect over that. But on the other hand, it shows this connection with the brother that she always got along with. Where he, who is still, you know, happily, I don't think he's married. I think he's just in a, like a long, long term relationship with his girlfriend. It's like a legally 
what is it? Common What's law. The, They're common, common law. And here married. in America, they call it common law. I don't know if that exists in other countries, but they've been um, together for over seven years. So that's what that means. Okay, but well, yeah. Um, but he doesn't really know what to do to help her in this situation, and so they almost, you know, they don't have like a falling out, but it's almost like a. Why does it feel weird between us now? And then her sister, who's the only other girl in her family, who's like the complete opposite of her in like almost every yeah, way. She is supposed to have piercings and tattoos and bright and pink, pink hair, hair and be and like a crazy, crazy wild child. Partier, like flashes her butt at the family to show off her new tattoo kind of thing. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but then like they find ways to connect and like she helps her youngest brother you know, who's just finishing and going through school and he wants to go into film. And it's just, yes, like the focus of the story is like surrounding these notes and her overcoming this grief of losing her spouse. That's the primary focus of like the story. And that's like the plot. But there is a ton of emphasis on her family and the importance of family bonds and family connections and like being there for your family no matter what and accepting them for who they are because her and all of her siblings are so drastically different. But like they all still love each other and they all still get together and try to get along and the parents are supportive of all of them. And it's just I just really appreciated it and really liked that aspect of the book story. And it made me really, really sad that that wasn't in the movie. So agreed. That one's my number one. Yeah. No, I will say just off of that, because that is high up on my list as well. I wanted to punch her mom in the face in the movie. So many times. Because <laughs> she was the worst like being so just But angry. I feel like that's another weird Hollywood trope where they have to have the mom be like overbearing and naggy. And I'm like, why can't we have supportive, loving, connective relationships between mothers and daughters yeah. on screen? Like, I I'm think like, that that would be very beneficial. To, like <laughs> salvage it at the end and be like, I wanted to see my mom smile again. And I'm like, What? Like, in the book, she is happily married with all of these kids and, like, lives in home and is fine and doesn't run a bar with... I don't remember, if I'm being honest, what the family does. Her dad, like, they might own one. That might be what but her, they're not, they do. You, you like, I don't, don't remember. really go there very often. Like, they're not, like, constantly at this yeah. bar. No, they're not. They don't eat dinner at the bar. <laughs> But they do spend a lot of time at Hogan's. Yeah. Which isn't different. the family's bar. But that's where Declan, her youngest brother, performs. And that's where she meets Daniel. That's where Daniel Ooh. exists. I'm he's a completely sorry. different person in the movie than Daniel he's in the book. Daniel in the movie bugged the crap out of me. He was <laughs> so awkward. And, like, the way they, like, dressed him and, like, did his hair. Like, I didn't want to root Harry for Connick him. Jr., I He's didn't. Supposed to. I didn't like him. No. <laughs> I didn't want to root for him. I didn't want him to succeed. I wanted him to get out of her life. I thought he was weird <laughs> and like socially awkward. And I just, I was like, why is he in this movie? What is his 
point. And this was because it's like, I really like Henry Dean Morgan, who I think plays William, the person that doesn't exist in the book. The person that doesn't exist. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The thing is, I I mean, I watched the movie before I ever read the book, so I didn't know if Daniel was supposed to exist or not. (laughs) I thought that they had just added him. I really like Daniel in the book. So he's just like a supportive friend. Yeah. It's not like this, like, in the beginning. Hey, I know that your husband, like, just died two months ago, but, like, I think that you need to move on and, like, be in love with, with me. With me. Now. <laughs> like, you're the worst. I hate you. Goodbye. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, that's. Okay. So that's, yeah, yeah that's our, that's our take. <laughs> on P.S. I love you. That's our rant. Um, we were um, a little late in getting out the notice for fan faux pas. That's on me. I apologize. <laughs> um, so we apologize for that. But also because of that, we only have like one to share. And so it's a long one. If you, if you have it pulled up, you, you go for it. So Allie L, who this was her um, suggestion for us to do this one. Um, she actually brought it up on an email back in January. Um, and then we were like, ooh, that's a good one for St. Patrick's Day. So we saved it. Um, but she has a nice long rant that is similar to a lot of the stuff that we've said. But I'll just read it really fast. She says, OK, sorry if this gets long, <laughs> which I mean, we get it. Uh, Our I whole love, thing here yeah. is sorry if we get long with this. Honestly. <laughs> she said, I love this book and the movie very much disappointed me. First, I hate that they Americanized it. It's set in Ireland. Yeah, I know they had her travel to Ireland, but still, I hate that they put them in New York. Amen. I also don't get why they did that. Uh, then she goes on. Second is her family. She had a huge family in the book and some of her relationships changed because of what she went through. Instead, we get a sister and a cynical mom, as you just mentioned. Uh, third, I feel the story has a lot to do with grief. In the book, you see growth that Holly goes on from the beginning to end. At the beginning with the letters that happen fairly quickly between chapters. Then as you move through the book, there is more time between letters. So you get the feeling that while grief stays with you, it gets easier with time. Which I thought was a very interesting thought. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Um, So you saw Book Holly have moments where she felt happy and enjoying life while still not forgetting Jerry. In the movie, I just felt like they kept the heavy sadness of Jerry being gone. Fourth, I will say casting was pretty good, except for Hilary Swank. She just didn't come off as a woman who lost her husband. Also, while I love Jeffrey Dean Morgan, his character wasn't even in the book. Frustrating when they do that because they took out most of her family to bring a character who isn't even in the book. Sorry, that was long. I tried to keep it to my biggest ones. I'm sure I could go on and on. <laughs> so, no, I think you did a good job of being concise there, Allie. Good job. <laughs> yes. I mean, obviously, you did better than we did. We're almost at an hour here. Clearly, I could uh, work on being less wordy. So, <laughs> But yeah, I like especially the part where she talks about the pacing of the book, which is very interesting because, yeah, the letters kind of you see more in between and you see life going on. And it's a good thought. But yeah, that is it on Fanfo Pause for the week. I will attempt to be better in the future about posting more ahead of time. But if we get any other ones. Hey, did you post about that? She's like, uh, whoops. (laughs) 
<laughs> if we get any other ones, I will share them on our social medias at TBWD podcast. <laughs> There's an underscore in there, but only on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, I think that that just about wraps us up for the week. Mm-hmm. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, I think we just have one question to ask, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, was the book better? Yeah, I mean, it's not yes. even—it's not even a comparison. <laughs> this is—it really like, isn't. I feel like this is one of those cases where you have to look at them in completely different spaces. You cannot compare because, as you've seen from this episode, when you compare, they're drastically different they're they're not i i mean it's it's one of the very first things we said right it should be inspired by the book by cecilia hearn not based on (laughs) i didn't like the movie i'm gonna be honest i didn't like it i don't think i'll ever watch it again and you watched the movie before you ever read the book even (laughs) yeah i didn't like it same with me i was like this movie the the movie's a little rough (laughs) (laughs) i mean i like gerard butler and all but i'll watch it in something else But then I read the book and I was like, okay, yeah, this is sweet. This is cute. I would maybe read this again. But I I hated the movie again. (laughs) So if you are listening to this and you're basing your opinion only based on the movie like I did originally, I highly recommend you take the time to read the book. Yeah, because it's super different and maybe you won't hate it like the movie because I really hated that movie. (laughs) I was like, seriously? Who the freak suggested this? Because I hate this movie. <laughs> it was really good, though. We don't but judge the book you, was great. It was good. No, the book was um, really good. So you're good. <laughs> so, yeah. So next week we will be releasing a mini-sode. We're just going to do a book wreck episode. Um, nothing sure. super, super long. <laughs> um, we're each just kind of going to give a, a recommendation based off of a non- podcast book that we've read recently like one that we like a book that isn't also a movie so it doesn't relate to the normal contents of the podcast um so it'll just be short and sweet so if you're looking for new books to read and book recommendations those minisodes will be helpful in those aspects probably Mm -hmm. going forward um, other than that, in two weeks' time, we will start a new series. Wait, and no. wait, yes. Sorry, we're doing Maze Runner next. Right. <laughs> I'm the I was like, don't make, me don't, 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 don't make me don't make me second guess myself. What are you doing? <laughs> I have this all written out. So yeah, we're yes. starting a new series, and Maze so in Runner. two weeks, we will be doing Maze Runner. Uh huh. Right. So. Um, there's that, but yeah, hopefully you're all staying safe and aren't dealing with any crazy weather things like we are, but if you are, are. (laughs) yeah, there was like a tornado in Texas. It's just like the weather this month is just all over the place. So, um, hopefully you're all staying safe. Um, but other than that, we will talk at you guys again next week. (laughs) Yeah. So goodbye. Goodbye.